everyone, I'm Lucy and you're listening to Season 7 of Space to Learn. The podcast is all about confidence, mindfulness and being yourself, all from the perspective of a third year university student in the UK. There's a mix of solo and guest episodes, so it's the perfect space to learn something new about what your authentic self looks like and how to express that in the best way possible. I hope you enjoy and I'm so happy to have you here. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Space to Learn. Today I'm here with a very lovely guest. I have my good friend Katie on the podcast. So yeah, I'll let you introduce yourself, but yeah. Hello, um, I'm Katie. I'm sort of, I always introduce, like when I tell my friends about you, I always say she's my cousin in inverted commas. Uh Um, I'm a first year graphic design student at Edinburgh Uni. um, And I've known Lucy literally all my life. Mm -hmm. Um, our parents went to Nottingham, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. And then we sort of just kept in contact with them, and we like have holidays together and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's all good. We so we have a lot of uh, times when we'll just spend New Year's together for a few days, and yeah. that's always really nice, kind of family friends. But yeah, it definitely feels like we're cousins pretty much. And yeah. <laughs> I don't I have many cousins. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Katie started at Edinburgh Uni in September, and I thought we'd do a bit of a third year versus first year uni experiences in different cities kind of episode if you're a prospective uni student might be quite useful to see the comparison or if you've just started uni then yeah also might be quite interesting I apologize for my croaky voice I'm just getting over a cough so (laughs) yeah sexy croaky voice (laughs) but I'll let Katie do most of the speaking anyway so it works out quite well um yeah so I guess if we could start out with our weekly faves anything that you've been enjoying recently any kind of book recommendations or podcast recommendations or places to visit then yeah okay um I've been enjoying going out with my friends recently um there's a really nice pub in Edinburgh called the Pear Tree we go there quite a lot Mm -hmm. um to be honest it's quite bad but I don't really read that much (laughs) but a book I highly recommend is Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. It's yes. also a very popular film, but I, I recommend that series. Cool. Love it. Okay. Um, yeah, my weekly favourite is... So, last weekend I was staying at my grandparents' house. It was my nanny's birthday, my granddad's birthday, mum's birthday, dad's birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> so many... February is crazy. Um, so, I stayed with them for a few days, which was really nice, and... We went out for a few like nice lunches and my uncle was also over from Australia so it was really nice to see him. Mm. Um, and yeah, specifically we went on this walk on the, I think it was Sunday and we walked past this alpaca farm and they were so cute. <laughs> they were so cool. Um, and we found these like apples on the floor and we were just feeding these alpacas and they were just the most adorable things and I've literally not stopped banging on about these alpacas since so that's my very random favorite um i thought you were gonna say elliot threw the apple at the <laughs> yeah all right so i guess we could start by chatting about edinburgh and how you found living in the city i've just Katie's just come and picked me up from the station and we're walking through and it's such a cool city it's got a really like unique vibe and it's feels quite different to anywhere I've been before so yeah what's been your experience of living in Edinburgh and what do you enjoy about it? So I'm in like catered halls at the moment it's called Pollock Halls um it's right at the bottom of Arthur's Seat which is if you know what that is mm-hmm. it's a very massive hill um yeah I really like being in catered halls 
and it definitely was a very good way to make friends although I won't lie I did find that experience very scary mm -hmm. going you have to go down to dinner in the first like few weeks knowing that you don't know anyone yet but you're gonna have to talk to someone in the queue yeah. so you can sit with someone at dinner um, and that was quite scary um, but you know I once met this girl and she said to me she's like I honestly don't care if I eat alone yeah and I was just like honestly Main that is so much respect <laughs> yeah, exactly. and I was just like I wish I could do that because that would have saved me so much stress <laughs> just being like it's okay if I don't sit like find yeah. someone to sit next to I just eat alone um but yeah my experience of Edinburgh I I had to choose between Edinburgh and Reading and uh Reading is a really nice campus university and Edinburgh is very much in the city um and I decided to choose Edinburgh because as lovely as Reading was Edinburgh is much more exciting there's mm -hmm. lots more going on and it's very yeah there's just lots to do mm -hmm. um so yeah yeah that's my experience yeah I was saying like when I got off the train and we're kind of straight into the city and it mm. feels in Nottingham it you kind of feel like you go into the town centre whereas it's very much like a city environment and yeah. lots going on like hustle and bustle yeah. buses going past and all the really cool old buildings um so yeah I definitely get the appeal of that and a lot of people say it seems like Hogwarts as well yeah. so <laughs> I definitely chose Edinburgh because uh, I live kind of in the countryside yeah. so I was looking for a uni that had a lot of green spaces mm. and although Edinburgh you know there's lots going on there's lots of places to go it is very bustling but it is there are so many lovely green spaces and you really don't have to go out far to be completely mm. alone mm. like if you go up Arthur Sea or on the Salisbury Crags you are just alone mm. so that is really nice so I have really liked that mm. yeah definitely do you have any recommendations of cute little independent shops or cafes or any I don't know club nights that you've enjoyed going on with your friends oh gosh I'm gonna forget all their names but um there are some really nice plant shops around mm. everyone not to sound really basic you have <laughs> a lot of really nice plants I'm in Katie's bedroom and there's so many cute little plants around her um, some of them are fake but yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah um yeah really nice uh plant shops the coffee shops are just lovely and tonight me and lucy are going to go to a mm -hmm. uh, thai place which, thai. um so we're gonna go there yeah i think i've definitely got that impression of the city as i've come in I, like, i've only been here about half an hour <laughs> so but it's a, it seems like a really cool friendly environment but still big enough place that you can like feel independent mm. Do you kind of feel like you've got some independence at uni and do you do you enjoy that or has it been kind of stressful having responsibility? Um, I'd say definitely in semester one there were times that I wished I didn't have responsibility. Mm. For example, I had a massive problem with registering for a GP because mm. of COVID this year, the universities, this is like a national thing, they accepted way too many people and then the, the GP surgeries were overloaded. Mm. So although I tried to register as soon as I arrived I couldn't get with one for like a month mm. and then that was really stressful when I needed a doctor's mm. so that was a time that I wished I wasn't independent and I remember sitting on a bench calling my dad crying like can you help me yeah. <laughs> um but I have really liked being able to do things at the pace that I want to do mm -hmm. that's something I've really liked um and sort of yeah do exactly not that I do stuff with my family that I don't want to do but sort of being able to do it when I want yeah, yeah. um 
that's been a weird thing that I've enjoyed. Mm. Yeah, I found that as well because even though you have independence kind of in sixth form and like mm. when you're 17, 18, it's not the same as being completely on your own and having just the whole day ahead of you with basically very few contact hours and you can literally spend your time however you want if you want to focus on your Mm. degree like you that's up to you to do that if you want to go out and stuff that's also on you and it's hard to to find that balance I guess initially when you've got so much freedom and independence for the first time yeah I feel like a lot of people get the balance wrong Mm. in semester one or not wrong but a lot of people me included go home and realize actually I wish I'd been socializing more or one of my friends was like I've actually not been myself I'm going out too much this isn't me so when you go home you sort of reflect on like have I been balancing my time how I actually would want Mm -hmm. yeah no I I definitely agree do you have any kind of um (laughs) (laughs) my mum is ringing me (laughs) I'm gonna decline the call for now (laughs) Um, yeah do you have any like advice for how you worked out how to manage your time and how you wanted to spend your time because for me so in first year I mostly had like one society I had golf pool that I focused on mm. whereas in second and third year I've picked up a few other things and got involved with a lot more like personally that's worked better for me because then I put less pressure on kind of one thing to okay. be all of my mm, like social kind of interaction if you know what I mean yeah. aside from my friends but I wonder if you have any like things that you like examples of mm, how okay. you yeah. use your time differently. Um well in semester 1 um I did water polo um mm. as well as hockey but I wasn't playing for the Edinburgh University team. And then in semester 2 I found that I was actually doing water polo it was too much like it was making me stressed and mm. I wanted more time to spend with my friends. So I actually decided to stop water polo, which mm. was completely fine because I, I tried it for a semester and it was definitely the best decision. Yeah. Um, and although they like they were really nice, um, but yeah. Um, so I definitely think when you go home for Christmas, you definitely reflect back on like what you want to be doing. Um, but yeah, I've definitely, I'm now in a uni hockey team and I'm really enjoying that and yeah it's yeah. good fun good fun nice yeah because when we saw you at, when I saw you at New Year's we were talking about our New Year's resolutions and I remember you said you wanted to join yeah. the uni <laughs> team rather than the city team so oh did I I've yeah. forgotten that that's good <laughs> wow already achieved your New Year's goals <laughs> sick <laughs> yeah it's pretty good um don't know if I'm quite there yet I think I'm still working on mine but what were yours um, I remember you saying a few yeah I have I kind of had like mindset yeah, habits yeah. that I wanted to do so trying to just not think too far ahead and focus on each task rather than Mm. rather than like planning too far ahead which I I don't know if I've done that I think I've still been planning which is I don't know sometimes not a bad thing yeah it's not necessarily a bad thing I think yeah the main thing it boils down to is just being present and trying not to overthink and Mm. stress out about things in the future that I can't control yeah which I, I kind of have been doing to be fair um do you have any kind of funny experiences or entertaining stories mm. from from living in halls because I remember it was kind of a shambolic yeah it was a, it was a <laughs> strange experience living with a bunch of other 18 19 year olds yeah. for the first time and like a lot goes on so yeah. do you have any kind of funny stories 
I feel like sometimes I have like an existential crisis where I realise how weird it is that <laughs> it we've is all just strange. been put in this building yeah. with random people. No, being back here has made me realise like universe so is so strange. It's a weird <laughs> environment. It's fun. It's good yeah. fun. Um, well, for example, me and Lucy just tried to have a bagel, um, and our bagel did not fit in the toaster. It was too fat, uh-huh. so we had to find someone else's toaster on a different floor. <laughs> so that was that was good fun. Yeah. So I just met Katie's one of Katie's good friends for the holding first time, a holding a bagel that had been destroyed, mangled by a toaster. <laughs> um, what are my other funny stories from halls? Um, obviously, you know that every single pantry looks the same. Yeah. It's in the same position. Uh-huh. One of my friends, we were having a prees in the common room. She decides that we should go around every single pantry. <laughs> there are five floors in Grant and ten pantries obviously they're all exactly the same yeah. so we went round that it took 20 minutes it was <laughs> such a waste of time like a pantry crawl yeah it was a pantry crawl but there was no one in the pantry so we met no one um <laughs> that was quite entertaining mm. yeah in second year because obviously we couldn't go out because of covid so we turned our house into we had like a different theme in each room oh that's so cool so one room my room was under the sea and then another one was james bond theme and he'd put like strings across his room like lasers and we had to go around like an obstacle course well that's actually good rather than just an empty (laughs) pantry crawl (laughs) and then we had we had a sports room at the end and we did like egg and spoon races down the street (laughs) that's so good (laughs) it was good fun to be fair um yeah horses horses cool but um I mean, Lucy just experienced my shared bathroom, which uh, the light hasn't been working for two two weeks, despite maintenance trying to fix it. So at the moment, we're going to the toilet with a torch. (laughs) Toilet with a torch. And then there's a bottle of disinfectant on one wall and soap on the other. And I obviously couldn't see and so I used the disinfectant instead of the soap, which is great. Good start. Good start. I guess we could talk about your degree a little bit. You do graphic design. Yeah. Um, which is obviously a very creative course, which is cool. Um, and you're also a very like intelligent academic person. You did really well at school. So <laughs> I wondered like how you came about that decision to do a creative course um, and whether there was any pressure from teachers or parents or just societal pressures to go yeah. down the more like academic route, if you experienced that at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I've always really liked doing art. Mm. Um, You're so good at it. <laughs> um, but I didn't want... I did fine art, um, product design and biology A-level, just threw biology in there randomly. Nice. Um, but I wanted... I did not want to do fine art at uni just because I really like how graphic design makes art useful. It kind of... Um, on our course, we've learned about how it's sort of communication. It's like visual communication. Mm. So I like that about it because I think it makes it very useful and I don't you know I don't actually I'm very lucky that I didn't feel any pressure mm. from anyone to pick a academic subject yeah, yeah. Um, but what I've actually found and this is partly because I chose to come to Edinburgh so I knew this would be about my course but my course is quite academic mm. um, especially the modules I picked um, because at Edinburgh or all Scottish unis actually you can pick electoral options um, which is like an optional module mm. from anywhere in the university which is great so mm-hmm. last semester i did a, a module in sustainable development nice. and that was really good fun actually was it good fun it was really hard <laughs> it was good fun though and then this semester i'm doing one which is about how 
design has impacted society so we're doing lots of readings about um gender and uh sort of design and decolonial i can't even say that word decolonization yes and um that's really interesting yeah like designers role in childhood and all that so you can like a lot of people say doing an art subject isn't academic Mm. but that's not true Mm. because you pick modules and you pick courses that you want to do so if doing academic stuff is not for you that's absolutely fine and there Mm. are so many universities that are purely practical courses but edinburgh is not one of those unis and i really like that about Mm. about my course um yeah yeah that's so cool yeah and I definitely think that from my experience I think creative subjects are so undervalued like when I was doing my levels I did like mostly science and maths and then I did French as well and I I don't know if French would be counted as a creative subject as much but there's like such a different um reaction to how people react to like when I tell people I do a physics degree for instance Mm. I'm like oh my gosh really (laughs) whereas if I talk about kind of the podcast or other things it's a lot more creative and just people's reaction towards yeah. it is so different i find it really interesting i find that like um whenever you tell someone what degree you're doing which mm. happens a lot in first year yeah constantly ask people what's <laughs> in what degree you want <laughs> um they there's always a specific reaction you get for example mine is oh my god that's so cool yeah i don't know what yours is mine's like oh my gosh really you like okay? do you hate yourself <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> if you're doing medicine, it's like, mm. oh god, you all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> no, I think there's a lot of stereotypes about courses and things, yeah. but not all true. Yeah, definitely not all true. Um, and another thing is like, I f- I find it really strange how people categorize you into different things, and you're like, oh, you're a science person, or you're a yeah, you're a languages student, you're a creative student, and I feel That's like everyone true. can be creative, you know? Yeah. And when I like, when I graduate, I'd quite like to. I would like to be a graphic designer, mm. um, but I also am considering sort of going into the more academic side of design, like mm. theories, um, and sort of the more research side of that. So, and a lot of people will say creative subjects are like a pushover and easy, mm. and you have to be stupid to do them. It's really not true. No, definitely not. And especially not at um, like certain unis yeah. are more academic yeah because I remember so I did art GCSE and that was by far my hardest GCSE <laughs> like it's just so much yeah so much so much kind of continual effort and you have to really put a lot of like yourself into it mm. you can't just get away with I don't know being like doing some work in when you're not feeling great or like yeah you have to really put your yourself into it put your soul into it rather than just writing down some notes and copying down from a lecture it's really hard to like what you're doing all the time Mm. in a creative subject it's so easy to be so self-critical and I feel like in a lot of academic subjects you write an essay and it's not really connected to you but when you're designing or like creating something it's constantly you're constantly thinking about it so yeah it's a lot more personal but um yeah that's something I found so hard in semester one all my friends um have you know exams at the end mm. uh, just before christmas and i didn't have any exams mine was 100 percent coursework for my graphic design modules mm. um not my sustainable development one but um it is just a lot of work all the time and that is something you definitely have to bear in mind when you're picking to do a creative course because you can't just cram lectures at the yeah, end yeah 
your tutors constantly check up on you and it's obvious if someone hands in a project that they've crammed it yeah um and i did pull some late nighters Mm -hmm. which i i'm doing much better now in semester two with like like starting early but yeah definitely 100 percent coursework subjects are not easy yeah (laughs) yeah it's not a pushover at all it's like just as challenging it's just challenging in different ways yeah um and i think maybe it's just a a lack of education on those sorts of subjects in schools because well i don't think my school even did like graphic design a level so it's yeah um definitely kind of from from my perspective needs to be more holistic ideas about what uni can be and it doesn't have to be the same for everyone um yeah shifting tack slightly i thought we could talk about making friends and your experience of trying to like manage being a first year in a new city and we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier but maybe how you found people to live with next year and that sort of thing okay um so i the people i'm living with next year so they're sort of my closest friends um there i met all of them in my house Mm -hmm. like grant house Mm -hmm. and i met them in the common room um just on a prize in Mm -hmm. freshers week but i think the important thing is is you meet a lot of people in freshers week and what i found is everyone was so friendly everyone was lovely yeah but after two or three hours you're chatting to people you start to realize if you don't really have any common interests Mm. i mean i at least found it got very draining to like carry on talking to them um and that's sort of a way i think to find out if you like have met some really good people as if they're not drain it's not draining for you but i often get drained by people anyway so maybe don't take my advice (laughs) (laughs) if you draw energy from people ignore me (laughs) but um yeah yeah no I definitely agree I think often you kind of have to well I think we're both introverts right yes (laughs) Um, you have to force yourself to kind of go into situations sometimes go into dinner yeah go into (laughs) dinner or like when it's for me it's especially when it's a not necessarily a big group because I'm often all right in a big group because I can just go and chat to a few people Mm -hmm. but if it's like a middle-sized group and you have to kind of talk in front of a whole room at a time kind of thing that's when I feel the most like self-conscious yeah um and that is a lot of the situations in Freshers Week um but I like yeah I really I think that's good advice because it's sometimes I tend to think oh I need to find people that will like me but also you have to find people that you like yeah exactly (laughs) yeah and I think obviously Freshers Week is about meeting loads of people and a lot of people some people do go out every night I did not Mm. I think I went out maybe four times Mm -hmm. four or five times Um, and sometimes I'd go out with people and I'd go home because I just wasn't vibing with it (laughs) and I was like um, I lose a lot of energy when Mm -hmm. I am in a situation that makes me very stressed Mm -hmm. so I, I would go home and also I did not drink really in Freshers Week which is probably on the unusual side Mm. but I don't like to drink when I'm like around people that I'm not comfortable with Mm -hmm. which did make Freshers Week hard because obviously I was very sober and aware (laughs) but um, I just think it's important people know that you don't have to drink on Freshers Week Mm. but it doesn't also stop you doing things so you can go out with people but you just also have to accept that you might just be quite awkward Yeah, (laughs) yeah that's so true I think 
there's a lot of pressure on like fitting a certain stereotype of student yeah. when you go to uni especially before you've before you've gone and you think that everyone's kind of the same but yeah i don't know like more and more especially in the last few years i've realized that everyone's just doing their own thing yeah and you're all adults now that like you can make whatever decisions you want to make yeah you don't have to go out if you don't want to go out yeah um but yeah there's definitely that pressure to mm. to just fit that mold um so yeah what is your situation with houses next year and i know that edinburgh's a little bit different to or to nottingham for example i did not know this before i arrived in edinburgh and it's something i wish i'd knew because i definitely felt the pressure in september october like right i need to be meeting people Mm. that i'm gonna live with next year oh god like i haven't met anyone that i've really really like i haven't met lots of people that i really really gelled with um however edinburgh and i think this might be true for like glasgow as well the houses don't really tend to hit the market until may june Mm. so I know who I'm living with. I decided that in January, which is great. I'm really happy about that. But we are... You, well, there's no houses to look for. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll be looking later. Um, but do you have any advice about what to look for, what to avoid? Yeah, true. Um, yeah, that's really different to, to Nottingham because, yeah. and like most English unis, I think, because mm-hmm. I had to decide... We had to kind of sign our contracts in, like, early December. That's crazy. Um, yeah which is weird looking back like it all worked out well but it's really soon because I'd only just met those people really yeah um yeah I think make sure that they're people that you can spend time with when you're not on a night out rather than people that you just tend to like socialize with occasionally and make sure you can spend time with those people sober and while doing like mundane tasks rather than just all the exciting things um maybe like go for a walk with them or if it's someone you have lectures with that might be quite a good idea like one of my housemates also does physics and especially in second year when we couldn't see anyone else and we were doing everything online that was so useful (laughs) so useful because we could work together in the kitchen and just do lectures together or like go knock on each other's doors when you have a question and that made a huge difference Mm so i don't think it's essential that you live with someone that does your course but might be a a useful thing to have in common but yeah like you said similar interests and interests that aren't centered around like your friday night social plans exactly um yeah i I think that would be my advice and with like in terms of houses make sure that people are happy with like most of the rooms or if not all of the rooms because often you get houses that have one massive bedroom and one Mm. tiny bedroom (laughs) And if everyone's like, oh, they're kind of picturing living in one of the middle bedrooms, but no one actually wants to live in that tiny bedroom, it might create a few arguments. But in Edinburgh, no one actually wants to live in the big bedrooms because it's so cold. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> nice, cozy little bedroom. But yeah, it's just things that you don't really think about that could cause not necessarily arguments, but tension. maybe resentment and tension. Yeah. Um, but I guess making sure everyone's on the same page and yeah, yeah, making making sure you're aware i think communication is like the most important thing in a student house it kind of makes or breaks your friendships really like i have well i have ocd so i definitely my room is very tidy whereas one of the um people i'm living with next year um her room is always a tip Mm. (laughs) that doesn't bother me but like we we have just talked openly about the sort of shared space needs to be like a level that i can tolerate (laughs) which i'm fine with but you just need to just like talk about these things and obviously everyone has different ideas of what's clean what's tidy for them um 
but yeah you just got to talk about it mm-hmm. yeah communicating that before you start and yeah I think it just strengthens friendships as well it's not necessarily something you have to do just to get along it's something that yeah. helps you understand each other better which is always nice mm. and I'm gonna finish by asking you a question that I ask to everyone that I have on the podcast um so it is what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given it can be something you've been told by someone or something you've kind of learned doesn't have to be anything groundbreaking but anything you'd like to share um well I'll give mine for a first year sort of relevant Mm -hmm. one um and I would say it was do what you want to do because in Freshers Week and beyond Freshers Week there are so many opportunities um to go out and do things and meet people for example on my I think my second night at uni Mm. I was with these girls and I'd been with them all day and they were so friendly they were so nice and then I was going to go out with them that night and I throughout the day I'd been realising we were not the same sort of people yeah. um, and I just knew that I would not have a good time and I knew it wasn't for me despite how lovely they were and I, I, I knew there was also a prize happening in the com room of my house mm-hmm. and I said to the girl like thank you but I'm actually going to go back and meet like just see meet my housemates Yeah. and then I met the four girls who I'm living with next yeah. year that night so if I hadn't have listened to what I actually wanted to do, which mm-hmm. is be myself and not go clubbing <laughs> all the time, yeah. um, then I wouldn't have met some really amazing people. Mm. So just do what you actually want to do. Nice. Yeah, I love that. And there's, yeah, listening to your intuition is kind of underrated, I think. We tend to just go with the crowd and follow what everyone yeah. else is doing. But yeah, like we've been saying throughout the episode, listen to listen to what you want to do and so that's fine doors moments yeah at uni yeah it's crazy no i yeah those those types of things just like baffle me yeah. <laughs> it's like if i hadn't have been at this point at this yeah. time i wouldn't have met this person yeah and yeah wow i just think how many more of those are to come yeah really weird. yeah true but yeah thank you so much for coming on the podcast again i apologize for my croaky voice <laughs> but yeah this has been really fun and i hope that if you're a um, prospective uni student or a current student that this has kind of reassured you that it will be all right and uni is kind of just life at the end of the day there's going to be ups and downs but yeah thank you for tuning in and you can follow the instagram at space to learn podcast to stay up to date but i'll be back again next wednesday with another episode so thanks for having me lucy <laughs> um I'm, we're going to go and enjoy a lovely thai meal now yeah. so <laughs> cool. buzzing bye, bye.